0: All right, guys. So today we had Joey and I had a conversation off camera. That was so good. I thought we really should bring it on camera and talk about it with you guys. So he told me he helped his mom pay off her 30 year mortgage in eight years using a method called velocity banking. So (laughs) we're just going to get right into it. Joey. Yeah. What is velocity banking,
1: my man? Yo, welcome to Uncommon, a state of mind where we debate different ways to leverage your next investment to create time freedom, legacy impact and generational wealth Uh, in order to live that uncommon life. But to do that, you must be uncommon. My name is Joey, a.k.a. Mr. J Mays. Hey,
0: it's your boy, A.D., also known as A.D. The Fly Realtor. All right, guys. So today we had Joey and I had a conversation off camera that was so good. I thought we really should bring it on camera and talk about it with you guys so he told me he helped his mom pay off her 30-year mortgage in eight years using a method called velocity banking so we're just gonna get right into it joey yeah what is velocity banking my man well look look
1: as much as i want to hop into it i need to ask as we always do it's ritual how's your day going brother
0: Man, and like, you know, my days always go well. All my days are just degrees of good, but, <laughs> you know, but I don't know what it is. Like, I've been having a really good day. Like, I don't think it's cause it's the weekend because like, you know, I kind of do the same thing every day, yeah. so <laughs> I don't right. know what it right. is, but, or maybe I'm just excited to shoot, you know, that it's fun doing this, you know, so, but you, how are you doing?
1: I'm really good, especially since we're about to talk about how I was able to pay off my mom's 30 year mortgage. Yes. Yes. He, trust me, guys. He is excited about this. Like really 30 year mortgage in eight years. Yo, like to be honest, like, come on, y'all, like to do something for moms, you know what I'm saying? My, I, my, I'm trying to retire moms early. You know what I mean? And this is one of the ways to do that, to get that house payment out the way. You know what I'm saying? That's just another asset that she has that she can just dip into whenever she wants to, right? Right. <clears throat> so, okay. Okay. So, to be honest with you, I really want to get into the details of how I did this. Okay. Please do. But I can't. <laughs> <laughs> right, here we go. I can't because the first thing I need you, in order for you to like fully understand like the gravity of this, uh, you first need to understand the difference between simple interest and compound interest. Okay, bro. So let's say I get into this investment, right? And it's, you know, I put $1,000 into this investment. Okay. And they're guaranteeing me year after year, 10% interest on, oh. that, on that simple interest. Okay. So uh, first year rolls by, okay? 10% interest on $1,000 is $100. Right. Okay? So next year, I'm going to get another 10%. It's going to be based still on my principal amount that I put in, which is 1000 even though- I made a hundred extra dollars. Right, right. So it's gonna continue it's gonna continue to be based on my principal amount that I have in that account, right? So say year two comes by, I make another hundred bucks. Mm -hmm. So now instead of eleven hundred, I have twelve. Year three comes by, I have thirteen hundred, so on and so forth. Okay. And that's pretty much how civil interest works. Okay, I got you. I got you. All right. So now explain for us how compound interest works. Okay. So compounded interest, we'll use the same example. You know what I'm saying? I have this thousand dollar investment that I'm in. I'm making 10% on my investment. Now, that first year everything's gonna stay the same. Right. Okay. That that 10% I'm gonna make a hundred bucks. And, you know, it's gonna be eleven $1, hundred dollars that I made after that first year. But right. now instead of just getting interest off of the thousand, you add in the interest from the first year, and now I'm making interest off of eleven hundred dollars instead of the thousand okay you know all right i hear you so that adds up over time bro right you know, right that that's that's where they get the compounding the compounding benefit from it bro and that like to make compounded interest is like, <laughs> you
0: like you can't beat it. okay cool 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 all right so i guess we have a better idea of the differences right now between simple and compound interest but Please, for the sake of our audience, um, try and give us an example of like
1: where we see simple interest in day-to-day life. Okay. Well, before I do that, because there's something I didn't do that I did want to bring up. So, let's say that same investment that we were in, right? We both put in a $1,000. i am making simple interest. You're making compounded interest. After five years of payments, under mm-hmm. five years of payments, and I actually have a written down, five years of payments... If you're making compounded interest, you're going to have $1,690.51 right. right? off of that investment. Me, on the other hand, since I did simple, I'm only going to have $1,500. And that's it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So over time now, I want you guys to really think about this. Like We're using small numbers. We're using by the thousand. But once you get into more astronomical numbers, once you get into the hundreds of thousands, even tens of thousands... This becomes insane, being yeah. different. <laughs> it really does. It really does. Like it's like imagine, imagine you and your friend are, are are about to go off for a race. You run a four three, and your friend runs a five flat. <laughs> right. Like in, just... in, the,
0: in the first 10 yards, you guys might be around the same level, but once we hit that 40 and then 50, 60 yards, we're going to start seeing yes. who's got burners and who doesn't.
1: I'm be same <laughs> yeah. Boat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. a, well, he'll be
0: Houston he Boat in this was, example. We're we'll because it, it really, like he said, it'll go in different directions very
1: fast. Yeah, big time. But yeah, but, but to answer your second question, bro, the most common place where we see simple interest, we're not making it. We're usually paying mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so for instance, a credit card. So I go get a pizza, a $20 pizza, a $20 pizza. And I, uh, you know, my credit card uh, interest is 10%. Right. So off of that $20 pizza, 2% or sorry, $2, $2 out of that um, pizza is going to go towards interest. Right. Right. And that's, that's simple interest for the most part.
0: Okay. All right. I got you. All right. So that lays the foundation for simple interest. Are there examples you can give us for a compound interest?
1: Okay. So this is where we get to the fun. Part. Right. You right. Why? Because where do most people, once again, we're paying it though. We are paying it. But the most common place where you see compounded interest is in when you go buy a property, that 30 year mortgage or 15 year mortgage or whatever mortgage you have. That's where you see that compounded interest in play. Now, when you go buy a property, they don't call it compounded interest. they call it amortized you know your amortization schedule, right? So another thing when we're talking you know say we're talking about making money. so we're starting from the ground, we're starting from a thousand and it doesn't we don't have a ceiling of how much money we make as long as we keep our money in that investment, you know the sky's the limit right how the compounded interest with when you go into property though, it's capped at whatever the property's worth. Okay, so say if it's a uh, you know you're, you're, it's a five hundred thousand dollar property or whatever, five hundred thousand dollar property, your amortized interest is capped. So what they're going to do what the mortgage company, the mortgage company is going to do, is your first few years you're going to be paying the highest amount of interest. Uh, for I want to say ten to fifteen years, bro. Right, right. Um, yeah. Before it starts to even out. Yeah, Um.
0: quick, like let's touch on that very quickly. So for the standard loan, um, definitely any like regular consumer loan, uh, as far as for real estate, what Joey's trying to explain is that early on in that loan period, you're paying back that interest first. Because like you mentioned, that what they're charging for is capped. So you're capped at what you took out a loan for, but you're not just paying back that principal. So you took out the loan for $500,000, you're not only paying $500,000, you're paying that interest. But what they're going to do is they're going to get that interest first, Boom. and they'll let you pay that principal after they get that interest money
1: back. So to we could just keep on going back and forth on this. But, so for, for instance, say you have a $16,000, because the thing is your mortgage payment isn't going to change. It's going to be a set mortgage payment, right? What changes is where that money is divvied out. Right. right. So initially say you have a sixteen thousand dollar mortgage payment. I would want to say like let's say like uh sixteen thousand dollars, four hundred dollars goes to your actual principal. That the rest that the twelve hundred, the large amount of money that you just paid, that twelve hundred is gonna go towards interest. Oh, you mean sixteen hundred? What do you mean? Sixteen hundred dollars. Yeah. So so that's what I so I said. So they're paying sixteen hundred. Uh-huh. Four hundred of that is going towards their principal. Right. The rest right. of that twelve hundred is going to 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 their interest. Okay. Right. Yeah. 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 So like, so you're sitting there like, damn, that's uh, that that's that's it's a scam. <laughs>
0: man <laughs> let me tell you something they're gonna get their money hand over fist
1: bro you just you gave me a, a bomb ass definition de- definition that you told me like what is what does uh what does amortized mean again
0: like the actual meaning like if you look up the root meaning of amortized it derives from a word that means
1: to kill or to death meaning yeah. like you will pay for yeah. this yeah so it's so life if you, so if you look up the meaning of amortized pretty much it means death pledge right so they want you to pay this for the rest of your life <laughs> right, right. and we're not having that but um but yeah that's pretty much that's pretty much uh what uh amortized or compound interest that's where you see it the most in just everyday life all right cool cool so now that we got
0: uh Entry level understanding of simple and compound interest. Will you
1: please tell us what is velocity banking? Okay. Okay. So story time. Story time. Right. Because I really I learned velocity banking from my first uh my first real estate group that I got a part of, bro. I was sitting there at a at a real estate meeting and this is how they hook you to be a part of their group. And when I heard it, it worked. so they're like man so this is a velocity banking pretty much is a strategy used by uh investors to accelerate the pay down of a debt um um also if that if that debt includes interest cut the amount of interest you pay you know during the lifetime of that debt right i mean that sounds cool that really
0: does and everything but yeah so I want to know how exactly does Velocity Banking
1: save you like money on your interest? Okay, so back to the story. <laughs> so like I was sitting there, and you know I'm, I'm, I'm uh, you know I found this band that signed it like learn how to be an investor today, and I went to one of their meetings, and they showed me on paper like how they were able to use uh, credit cards to pay down. 30-year mortgage you know what i mean with the cent with a with a credit card of a limit of around like five five to ten k right so when i started doing this of course you, bro so I, I saw this i'm like mom i'm like mom drop what you're doing <laughs> i'm like drop what you're doing take a pencil out look like who we fed to do? so i went to my mom's man and uh and i told her like look like so first off my mom has decent credit right so uh, with that we were able to apply for you know uh, a decent credit card i think it was um like i don't know mastercard or something like that right and um she got approved for an 8000 dollar credit card and with that with that 8000 dollar credit card what we were able to do was take chunk payments or make chunk payments to the mortgage using that credit card we never went over the uh, fi- we never went over the 5k mark we always stayed around five K to to uh, go ahead and put a chug payment towards the mortgage. As she's also making the regular mortgage payments uh, to the house. Now, I'm gonna ask you a question: How much more money do you think my mom had to make in order to put this strategy at play? Uh, I don't know how much. <laughs> <laughs> she she pretty much didn't have to. She didn't have to do anything extra, bro. Oh, okay. She didn't have to go work any more extra hours. You know what I'm saying? She didn't have to pick up any extra shifts. Mm-hmm. She didn't have to do any of that. Right, right. Okay. Which was extremely important to me because then it makes even more sense.
0: Right, right. And you know what's interesting? Uh, what this sounds like to me is something that um, a lot of savvy real estate investors do with a HELOC. Boom. You know what I mean? So it's pretty much the same principle where... You um, you know, make chunk payments towards this debt. Yeah. And your payback is lower than if you had just paid the regular payments. Right. You know what I mean? And so you end up saving yourself money in the long term because what you pay back on the HELOC is typically gonna be a lot lower than what you pay um when you're paying for interest on a standard mortgage. And do you know why that is?
1: Because on the HELOC he's paying simple interest. There we go, we circle back. Uh oh. So So on a HELOC, same thing with the credit cards, we're paying back simple interest. Whereas with the mortgage, you're taking down chunks of amortized interest. So for instance, say I get this credit card and um the credit card is, you know, whatever it is with interest. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it's like a twenty percent interest credit card, right? And you're deciding to use this 20% interest credit card to pay down that debt. Now, the debt that you're taking away is amortized. They say it's like a 6% interest on the, it's 6% interest on the house, right? But that that interest is amortized. It's compounded. For other words, compounded. So as I said before, that $1,600 payment, $400 is gonna go to the principal. $1,200 is gonna go to, the interest you know what i'm saying because they add all of your um compounded interest and you're taking that down month by month the highest amount of interest you're paying you're going to pay at the beginning of your payments of your amortization am- 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 schedule of your uh uh for your mortgage right so now the hack is this now my mom and i take this 5k okay and we say when we make a payment and we're like, OK, we make sure to put down in the statement well, before we uh, in the statement, like this is an this is a principal only payment. All right. That five K goes to uh, the mortgage company. That five K amount knocked out three months, three months of interest payments. OK, so that's what twelve hundred twelve hundred dollars times three. I don't even know what that is. That's six. That's thirty six hundred dollars. That's thirty six hundred dollars knocked out of interest payments from that five k principal only payment. But see,
0: the thing is, I some of you might hear that and be like, "Well, I pay five thousand dollars to save thirty six hundred dollars." What what's going on here? The thing is that five thousand dollars is going to be something you were going to pay anyways because it went to the principal. So even if you weren't paying it right now. Through the life of that loan, you were eventually going to pay it. So what this method here that Joey's laying out for you, what it did was save his mom from the burden of paying that 3600
1: You know what I'm saying? So, so, so another, another better example, because since I did this with a credit card, I did this with a credit card that's paying simple interest. To be honest, the credit card that we got, it was less than 20%. But I'm going to use 20% anyways, just to show you, just to show you, you know, even with a larger interest rate, it still makes sense. So thirty six hundred dollars I saved from that the mortgage payment. Right. right? I have a twenty percent, I owe twenty percent off of the five thousand that I just paid. What's twenty percent of five thousand? That'll be one thousand. One thousand dollars of interest compared to thirty-six hundred. One thousand dollars for one month. Okay, thirty six hundred dollars of interest. I just cut off of, uh, of that mortgage. I also not only you know, cutting off those interest payments, but I also have lessened the time it's going to, it's going to take for me to pay off this entire house since they're going straight, since the payments are going straight to the principal, you know? So after some time, like I said, this is how you're able to to cut a 30 year mortgage Into eight years, depending. This is how I did it. You know what I'm saying? Now, everybody's situation is different, like how much they could afford and what they can, you know, what they're able to bear. But this is how we were able to knock this out. If you don't believe me, guys, do your own research. Uh, First of all, another thing, I am not a financial consultant. <laughs> right.
0: that, no. so go ahead and toss in the legal disclaimer. <laughs> you know like, look, consult your lawyer, consult your auntie, <laughs> but don't don't come back to us. No. <laughs> so,
1: what, if anything, go look up go go to Google or whatever you want because you need to do your own due diligence. I wouldn't want you to take my word for it alone, anyways. Go look up Velocity Banking, uh, then go look up the difference between principal interest and compound interest. YouTube is a is a beautiful source, guys. Go check it out. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much the gist of it, bro. Like, All right.
0: Honestly, I'm here with you. You know, like, it, it sounds comparable to a Helot, so I'm understanding. So I, I'm, I'm getting it. I am getting it. But really, dude, this sounds too good to be true. So I just got to know, and, like, I'm sure the audience wants to know, too, there's got to be some drawbacks to this, to this velocity banking. So please, like, run us through. What are some of the negatives or some of the drawbacks to Velocity Bank?
1: Okay, so one is if you have a really high interest payment on the card that you can't afford. Because either way, it's going to be less than what you pay for the house. But if you can't afford the interest payment on the card, well, then you need to wait till you can make more money so that you can go ahead and make that payment. Two, but there's a way around that, to be honest with you. 'Cause people think of like credit card payments as as like them losing money. No. A credit card pay a credit card payment is pretty much you shifting money from being from one place to another. You're pretty much just shifting money from one place to another. Why? Because after you make that payment to the card, you can use it right away. <laughs> if you if you just transfer that cash that she made, like say she makes five K and she put three K into the card. And she did it five days prior to the bill being due. She's not paying interest on. Okay, she's not paying interest on the card at all. So when you look at it that way, like it's just a money transfer now. now It's not like you're going to be able to do this every month. And this is why she didn't have to go get an extra job. This is why she didn't have to make any extra money as she continued to get paid. Like, let's say her threshold was maybe she could only pay like 500 bucks back to that card uh, each month. So five hundred dollars to that five thousand dollar debt, and the thing is, she's paying it ahead of time, so she doesn't have to pay interest on it. So how long would five hundred dollars recoup uh, to that? That would be in ten months. So ten months, in ten months, she has another five k ready to go to go and put another chunk payment directly to the principal, cutting down again. Three months three months of interest payments. Another 3600 bucks uh, that she no longer has to pay. I think you guys can get the gist but of you what you're trying to You know what I'm saying? So You're cutting down the time. Since you're not making those interest payments, you're cutting down the time that you're going to be paying back this mortgage, guys. And it's so powerful. This is what real estate investors use in order to take down most... Oh, there's, a, there's several different tools in the toolbox. But this is definitely...
0: It. And you know what? It definitely makes a lot of sense for there's some of us out there who maybe you're not tuned down for the idea of having debt. Like you don't think maybe you could be a big time real estate investor or you can acquire a lot of debt because it'll it'll interrupt your sleep at night. You know, that's not for everybody. Perhaps velocity banking could be a method for you to implement in your investing journey so that you can get a property and pay it off a little quicker instead of having a 30-year or however many-year mortgage looming over you. You know, because like I said, some of us, we're okay with debt. We get how it works. Others, they may get how it works, but it just causes them to be uneasy. So this is just another option and strategy for you. That's one thing that, from what I'm hearing from Joey, makes Velocity Banking does sound like a very viable option for some of us out there.
1: Oh, like, to be honest with you, If you don't want to go and tackle like a large expense right away, as a matter of fact, the best way to get started with velocity banking, maybe you don't want to go and tackle it with, you know, your house payment. Maybe you want to start small. Okay. You can start, you can start velocity banking. Maybe your, your credit cards that are over leveraged right now. You take the cash that you're making your, and your, you know, the liquid cash that you make from work. You put it into a credit card. You start paying off minimal debts. As a matter of fact, I'm doing that with uh, some family right now, where I'm helping I'm helping my sister pay off a car loan using the velocity banking technique, and I, and after that, we're going to start applying it to other things um, a, as we move forward. Eventually, real estate, but start with something small. Maybe you need to pay off a car that you just bought uh, not too long ago. You know what I mean? And it, the best strategy for this, best strategy, guys, is if you. You know, A, your credit needs to be decent. That way you can qualify for um, low interest credit card. You want to actually try your best to apply for cards that are between uh, 6, 9, 12, 18 months, zero interest. Okay, the longer period you have not paying any interest to the card, the better, you know, what I'm saying, because then you really don't have to worry about the five days. But even if you did, you still can find a way not to pay interest. Right, right. So, like, it is so powerful, guys. And I'm I'm just happy that I could kind of discuss and, and and talk about this. Obviously, I'm like...
0: No, really? <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we talked about it, too, because I think a lot of us beginners out here, we really need to know that it's not a one-size-fits-all. You know what I mean? There's strategies that will work for you that may not work for me. There's strategies that don't work for you that do work for me. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many strategies out here, but a lot of times... If we're unaware of those strategies, we think we're, you know, pigeonholed or stuck to whatever one strategy some random dude knows or whatever strategy your family member knows. Whereas, like, no, there's a lot of strategies out there that are more conducive to you, your personality and characteristic traits. So I do have one more question for you, though. All right. So how does one of our beginning investors, how would they know? if Velocity Banking is something that would work for them.
1: Okay, so the first way to see if Velocity Banking is for you is, A, do you have, like one, do you have credit cards that can handle a large chunk payment uh, without you over-leveraging the credit quote, without you having to uh, completely wipe out the balance on that credit card or use the entirety of the um, uh, funds available on that credit card? Uh, so about how much space will we be looking for? I would want, okay, minimum to start, I want at least 8K because mm-hmm. I would want to do at least 5K chunk payments. But if you wanted to start, say you had a 5K credit card, fine. You'll just be making $3,000 payments. Uh, you just want to make sure you have, I was I would keep at least two grand on that card. Me personally, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I would keep at least uh, two grand on that card. Now, let me explain this to you. So that way we covered all bases understand that credit is a tool. Okay. Credit is a tool to be used. So say you have great credit. You go apply for these credit cards. You get a line that's around 5k and you, you are sorry, a line that's about 8k and you plan on using 5k. As I said in previous episodes, you're going to over your leverage that card. If you're taking 5k out of it, you're going to leverage that card over that 30% threshold. So, there's a good chance that your credit score may go down. Now, once again, you have to decide in this in this, in this this uh, arena, like, okay, I know that credit is a tool to be used. I know that this card is a tool to be used. So which one do I not mind leveraging for a little bit? Because the second that you put all those payments back on that card, say it takes you 10 months at that $500 a month, 10 months, all of that cash is back, you'll reach that 30%. Threshold again before ten months, and your credit score will go right back up. You know what I'm saying? If you're that worried about credit, and you have something else to do, but if this is your main goal, this is the main goal that you have for your credit, leverage that card. Don't worry about your credit fluctuating because it's gonna go back up the second you pay those cards off. So that's one. Two. If you don't want your credit to fluctuate, you know what I'm saying? Then you'll you know hopefully qualify for cards that are over that 5k mark say you get a 15k maybe a 20k um light uh credit card well then you have a lot of room to play with and you can take 5k put a chunk of payment towards your mortgage and you'll still be under that 30 percent threshold uh before banks start to mess with your your credit score you know what i'm saying so that's and on top of that this is a great way this a specific strategy is a awesome way to build credit. Like your credit score goes Whoa. I'm going to use me. My credit score (laughs) went through the roof. My mom's credit score went through the roof because since we were taking her, her, her normal income and we were just transitioning the money towards those, those credit cards over the, the, over the limit or over the minimum balance Credit card companies are like, oh, snaps! like every month they're making, they're making, you know, they're exceeding the level of the minimum balance right. every month. And it's a high amount that they're paying back every time they put money back into this card. So credit card companies are like, oh, this person is trustworthy. Right, right. Your credit score starts to build. At least my credit score started to build. My mom's credit score went up through the roof. And on top of that, guess what you can do after banks see that that money is being replenished? You can ask for higher lines of credit.
0: Right, right. And, you know, another thing I thought about while you were talking, um, you know, uh, you mentioned try to find cards that have maybe 6, 9, 12, or even 18 months of interest-free pay- payments. So let's say you get that first credit card and then you eventually pay that off. Well, one, you were able to submit that chunk payment towards your principal on that debt, whether it's a property or a car or whatever it may be. But then also, you just boosted your own credit score by paying back that credit card. So then, now you also have a scenario in which you paid off that credit card. You may may have exhausted that period of no interest payments, but you can go apply for another credit card. And perhaps you... We you know, repeat the method. Repeat.
1: So that's even... And I'm so happy that you brought that up <laughs> because that's exactly what you can do. The second that you pay off that card and you reach that limit, like we said, using, using the example that I said with my mom, she paid more off, but let's use that $500 example. It took 10 months, 10 months to go ahead and pay all of that entire card back. It took 10 months, 10 months to go ahead and pay that entire card back, right? So let's say you had a 12 month 12 month uh interest free payment. You paid it back in 10 months. So one, option 1, you can go ask for a line increase. Option 2, since your credit score uh boosted because you've been paying off that debt consistently, you can then go apply for another zero interest card, another 10, 12, 15 whatever months. With forever repeat. You know what I'm saying? You could also, and another thing that credit card companies do, after you've shown good uh, 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 payment history, you can also ask to extend that zero interest period. Right. You know True. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. So many hats and so many opportunities out there, man. Like I I feel like for me, it just goes back to like what we always say, which is why it's so imperative to go out there and get more education and go See what those who may have more experience or who are more savvy than you are doing because it doesn't even mean that anybody's better than you it just means they may have access to this information that you never knew about so and it really just brings me back to another reason why we're doing this show because we want to try and get out as much information as possible stuff that we know and then even stuff that we don't know yet you know what I mean so it's like don't be afraid to just learn and go, like, capture all the info you can to better the life of yourself and also your family.
1: So I'm going to give you two sources really quickly. One of them I'm an affiliate of because I've used this product so much. I've acquired so much personal credit and business credit from this company that I was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and be an affiliate because if I just I, I des- the only reason I decided to be an affiliate is because I personally have used it, and I personally gained so much uh, capital to go and invest, you know what I'm saying? And that is Fund & Grow. Fund & Grow is a company that helps you secure multiple lines of credit that you can go and pretty much implement this strategy with. They can first uh, get you high personal lines, which builds relationships with these banks. And then after that, they go ahead and apply for business lines of credit, right? Now, the link is going to be at the bottom. Tap it if you're interested, guys. You do need good credit. Or, uh, but the thing is, what's awesome about Funding Grow is after you have a conversation with them, they're going to be able to do a, a soft pool, tell you exactly where you are. They're like, oh yeah, you're good to go. Like we can get you funded. Let's we can start the funding process now. Or they'll look at your credit and be like, okay. Like we don't want to start it now because you're not going to get approved for much. So let's let's go ahead and you know go get credit repair and let's repair these specific items in your credit. That way you could be approved for more. Now they also have a credit partner, which is called uh, Kadem Credit Help, which they usually have people partner with. You know what I mean because they're 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 directly partnered with Funding Grow. They help you take items off of your personal credit. That way you know your credit score boosts and the negative items that will stop you from getting credit uh, will, will be eliminated. Then fun and grow takes over from there and they start applying for these lines of credit for you. Um, and to be honest, personally, I've, I've had hundreds of thousands of dollars, yeah. not only me. So not only did I was able, was I able to uh, uh, help my mom pay down her mortgage, but then I got my mom funded <laughs> right <laughs> with fun and right. grow. Um, And it it was dope and it was, um, it's dope. It's just, it's a gift that keeps on giving. I have all of my business partners on it as well. It's awesome guys. So check the link down below, uh, click the link, watch the video. If this is for you, if this is the area in your life that you're ready for, this is the business you need to be introduced to. The second source that I wanted to provide for you guys is a company called Plastique. Now I'm not affiliate. I'm not an affiliate of this company at all, but I have used them in order to pay off, uh, you know, to pay mortgages. Right. Because, uh, you know, as you know, you can't just take a straight credit card and go pay a mortgage. You know what I mean? They, they usually want cash. Uh, Plastique, which I'll also have a link in the no- in the show notes for you can you pay that company. Right. With your credit card, that company then writes a check on your behalf uh, and sends it to your mortgage company. Right. So they turn the cash that you had uh, with that credit card. Of course, they're also going to have an interest charge with it. Um, But I guarantee you the interest that you pay from Plastique and the interest that you pay for the card combined isn't going to isn't going to uh, be more than the interest that you're knocking off of that mortgage payment. Anyways, so with that being said, you can use them to go ahead and write a check to your mortgage company to go ahead and make principal payments only to your mortgage. So there will be a link in the description uh, in our show notes. Go ahead and and, uh, check them out um, when you get a chance, okay?
0: Go ahead and check in the notes at the end of the show, and you'll see a link to Joey. uh, You'll see Joey's affiliate link to Fund & Grow. Um, I think that could definitely be advantageous for some of you out there especially depending on what your situation is. And also, please remember to like, comment, and subscribe this show and also share. Help us get the word out because we're really trying to reach as many people as possible. And we want to help as many of you beginning investors as possible. Yeah. So again, like, comment, and share. Let us know what strategies you like, you dislike, what you have implemented or you would like to implement. We want to hear,
1: let us know. Yeah. And to be honest, I got our beef for the day and that's be creative, okay? There's so many different ways and so many different tools out there to help you conquer debt, to help you realize that you have so much more financial freedom than the world will lead you to believe. If you're willing to go out and learn, learn these creative strategies, but more importantly, implement them, you're taking your life and your family's life to the next
0: level. Hey, and we're all trying to get to that next level. So you heard the myth. Be creative, be you, and be uncommon. Till next time. Uncommon State of Mind was hosted by my best friend, Joey, and myself, AD. Two guys who started at the back of the queue in real estate. And now we want to give back by showing others the way to get in through the front door. Feeling inspired and looking to get your investment portfolio up and running so you can join the party in style? Hit us up at info at uncommonestateofmind.com and we can start talking. If you enjoy the show, please spread the word and show us some love in the ratings so we could climb those charts together. Until next time, be uncommon.